Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Wikipedia page for irritability. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe or else I'm going to get irritable. (laughs) This is great because, you know, I have a lot of irritability and and crankiness is basically a better description of me. Sometimes I'm very cranky. Sometimes. When dealing with uh, the world. I don't know if you've been in the world, but it's a place that sometimes makes you cranky. I've seen you cranky, but honestly, not that often. (laughs) <laughs> i just learned something everybody i learned that rachel can't recognize when i'm cranky that is absolutely not true because literally yesterday i came into a meeting and i was like are you mad was i no you were not <laughs> irritability also informally called crankiness is the excitatory ability that living organisms have to respond to changes in their environment. The term is used for both physiological reaction to stimuli and for the pathological abnormal or excessive sensitivity to stimuli. When reflecting human emotion and behavior, it is commonly defined as the tendency to react to stimuli with negative affective states, especially anger and temper outbursts, which can be aggressive. Distressing or impairing irritability is important from a mental health perspective as a common symptom of concern and predictor of clinical outcomes. True. Definition. Irritability 
is the excitatory ability that living organisms have to respond to changes in their environment. The term is used for both the physiological reaction to stimuli and for the pathological abnormal or excessive sensitivity to stimuli. Irritability can be demonstrated in behavioral responses to both physiological and behavioral stimuli, including environmental, situational, sociological, and emotional stimuli. In humans, irritability may be a significant transdiagnostic symptom or disposition that occurs across or at any point during the lifespan. It is commonly defined as the tendency to react to stimuli with the experience of negative affective states, especially anger and temper outbursts, which may or may not be aggressive. This definition is well known to have similarities with the definitions of anger and aggression. New hypotheses and data-driven research are focused on identifying what is unique to irritability, anger, and aggression. The definition is broad. It is also consistent with special definitions that are relevant to research and treatment. One definition is that irritability is a low threshold for experiencing frustration. This definition is helpful for experiments because researchers can induce frustration by blocking desired rewards or doling out unexpected punishments. However, it is not particularly specific to irritability as frustration is its own construct with a number of emotional and behavioral associations. A second prominent special definition describes a group of behavioral issues often occurring in those diagnosed with an autism spectrum disorder. This deserves mention here because this version of irritability has been a commonly, I'm going to read it as is, a commonly used in a number of clinical trials and defines the current U.S. Food and Drug Administration irritability indication. That's really interesting. I think of irritability as like a mood rather than like an emotion. So like you could experience frustration while you're irritated. I, I guess like irritability, I always look at that as like a degree of how quickly you're irritated. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one way to look at it. And that's, but then crankiness, I look at as a state of being. Like a mood, yeah. Yes, like a mood. So... I guess I had irritability wrong. Yeah, and I like irritated, I would think of as an emotion. I would consider irritated as the state, as a state. Like irritated and crankiness, I would say would be synonymous. And I, but I thought irritability was like a measure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I understand. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you use some mindfulness to evaluate your mood state. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's get back to being as irritable as we possibly can for the yeah. rest of this episode. But you get to read a really big list, and that always makes me happy. Well, you know, we're all so concerned with what makes you happy. Aww. Signs and symptoms. As an emotional and behavioral symptom in humans, someone is considered to be irritable when they have a short temper, become easily frustrated, or feel grouchy or grumpy. Caregivers may report tension in the household or fatigue. They may make accommodations to avoid provoking their dependence. Irritability is associated with a number of mental health conditions. 
It is a defining characteristic of any mood disorder, such as bipolar, depressive, and disruptive mood dysregulation disorders. It is also a major feature of a number of other disorders, including autism spectrum disorders, traumatic stress disorders, generalized anxiety disorders, etc. Finally, it is a notable characteristic of delirium, dementia, hormonal change, metabolic disturbance, chronic stress, pain, and substance medication withdrawal. Of course, given that irritability is not specific to any one condition, clinicians consider biological, social, psychological, and familial factors. Irritability may be an indicator of diagnosis, course of illness, or prognosis. For example, a major concern for clinicians is the time course of irritability. If a person presents as uncharacteristically irritable, then a clinician may become concerned a change or episodic illness, such as a neurologic insult or mood disorder. Understanding the time course of irritability is critical for establishing the diagnosis of pediatric bipolar disorder from disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. In another example, chronic severe irritability in older children, not including young children, e.g. preschool age, where normative irritability may be severe, may predict later depression and anxiety and suicidality. Neurophysiology. Several major neural systems have been implicated across a number of studies for idiopathic chronic irritability. These include the following. One, prefrontal areas that underlying complex goal-directed behavior, especially inhibitory control and the regulation of emotions. Two, cortical, subcortical systems underlying reward processing, particularly in reaction to a frustrating stimulus. And three, cortico-subcortical systems underlying threat and arousal processing, particularly in the context of social fairness or social threat. I did not understand that last paragraph at all. Not a bit, my friend. I understood most of it. Is there anything I well, can answer? congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> congratulations for understanding most of the paragraph. Can I, like, answer anything for you? No, because you didn't understand all of it. So your answer is unreliable. Um, okay. This has been the Wikipedia page for Irritability. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your irritability. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. <laughs> 